Hey, y'all, we may be late, but we are still here. We are going to talk about all the goings on of the hottest all women's wrestling show in all of television. This is the Wild Superheroes After Show on Women's Wrestling Talk. Let's get it, y'all. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, 0. Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. What's up, what's up, what's up? Welcome to the WOW Superheroes After Show on Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. Happy Monday, happy Leo season, happy all of the things. It is Monday and we are here to get into the goings-ons of WOW Women of Wrestling from this weekend. Of course, I'm your girl, Stephanie Hardy, host and creator of the Hardy Wrestling Podcast and um, color commentator featured on the Belladonna Division, Battle Club Pro, Black Girl Magic 2022, and soon to be Spartan Wrestling and host and writer of this amazing platform. But of course, I am not by myself. I am with the fabulous, world famous Emily May Heller, who you can see any and everywhere WWE, NXT, SummerSlam press conference, AEW stuff, New Japan stuff, Mission Pro Wrestling stuff. She is everywhere doing the thing. How are you, Emily? I'm good. I'm tired just from that intro. Oh. <laughs> no, I'm good. I'm good. Um, yeah, a little. Uh, we had a lot this weekend, so uh, it's a Monday. So um, I was catching up on WOW and trying to figure out what was happening in that world um, as I tackle the rest of the, the the whole wrestling world. I'm here to tackle WOW today. But I'm excited. It's just the two of us today, but that's okay. Kat will be back with us soon. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Sending love and well wishes to Katrina. She will be back soon. And yes, this wrestling world has been popping off even as early as yesterday. But we continue to press on and do what we do as journalists and as fans and just continue to just take the road as it comes, right? And of course, you guys did just finish watching WWT Live where they did finish talking about everything that's happening. It's a lot, but of course, we are here with you to hold your hand through everything that's happening in wrestling. But of course, today, right now, we're here to hold your hand and talk about WOW. So, Emily, how did you feel about this episode before we get fully into it? Yeah, I mean, I really like this episode. We obviously uh, are seeing some exciting things happening with some uh, some future, uh, maybe some future new champions. I don't know. So, uh, I really like this one. I feel like we're kind of seeing some new... Uh, some uh, fresh matchups, some uh, some familiar faces, but kind of in different ways. So I really like this one. Um, obviously, we we break it down every week, but uh, this one definitely felt a little bit uh, newer. Um, and I know they just did film the first, uh, like the beginning of August. They just did some uh, new tapings. So I think, uh, and I saw some familiar faces post that they were there. So I think we're gonna see some uh, exciting things in the next season. But, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, I so it got me like excited for the next season because I'm like, I'm seeing this and then I'm seeing kind of who was at taping. So, uh, yeah, I don't know about you, Steph, but I'm feeling it. 
Yes, I'm definitely feeling the excitement of what's to come with WOW. And then, of course, you know, in these next few episodes, you have so much, you know, coming up, so much on the line. And, of course, we're going to get into it. And I'm just so excited. Like, of course, if you haven't been to those tapings in Los Angeles at the Belasco Theater, please go. Please buy your tickets and support the brand um, and just go and have a good time because it's an amazing show like it's absolutely great so please support those women and of course if you are watching us here on women's wrestling talk on twitch youtube facebook and anywhere else we may be streaming thank you and of course chime off in the comments for any parts that you like that might resonate with you um the more we talk about it so of course the very first match was Chantilly Chella versus Chainsaw, who was accompanied by Angelica Dante. And this match was relatively, you know, interesting because I wasn't expecting this to happen um, in terms of an announcement for a match. But either way, I was intrigued because Chainsaw is sort of looking to bounce back after that one loss she had mm -hmm. um, in that tag team match with the Tonga Twins and Tiki Tomorrow. So she's looking to sort of bounce back. And now she's doing it in the form of fighting the spirited dancing queen, Chantilly Chella. And something interesting that kept happening throughout this match was the fact that as um, Chantilly Chella kept trying to fight back throughout. Chainsaw was just very dominant. You know, she was trying to choke Chantilly Chella out. She even tried yeah. to, like, rip apart her face at the behest of, like, even with um, Angelica Dante giving her directions on how to destroy her face. And it was just really, like, destructive a lot of the time. And I was just so sad. I'm just yeah, like, oh, I mean, my this God, was a very fight. I know Chantilly, like we've seen her fight really hard before, right? We've seen her fight in previous matches where she's really aggressive. And so it was really interesting to see this new side um, that like she wasn't as like dominant, which which was very surprising. And like, I felt bad. Her face is getting like torn up. And uh, I think this is a, this is a dangerous duo right here uh, for sure. Yeah, it really was dangerous. There were times where Chainsaw was even throwing her around like a rag doll. But I did yeah. appreciate I did appreciate the fact that Chantilly did try to fight, you know, like even in this picture, she hit like an amazing drop kick from like the top rope onto Chainsaw and knocked her down. And she utilized a lot of her speed to sort of get out of, you know, a lot of the torturing that Chainsaw was doing to her. But it was not meant to last that long. And even though, you know, she tried to get like a hold of Chainsaw, she jumped on her and then Chainsaw wound up catching her and slamming her down. Like it was just a whole lot of stuff going on but either way chainsaw wound up winning the match after you know slamming her down into the mat and then just hitting a splash onto her so chainsaw came out the victor in here but you have to admire chantilly's fighting spirit but it just yeah. wasn't enough it just wasn't enough this time well and i think um it was interesting chainsaw had kind of this manager-esque person you know kind of trying to kind of influence the moves and the strategy. And I know we've seen a lot of this type of interference before. We've seen it with the Fab Four. We've seen it across the board with some of these tag teams where, where uh, we have kind of some interference um, and even singles uh, uh, competitors. We've seen them kind of have uh, some type of influence over either, you know, we've seen it with Coach Campanelli trying to control uh, the moves and the moments and what happens right and so i'm wondering if this is a dangerous again we talked about that dangerous combination 
And I'm, I, I, this might be a concern uh, for other WoW superheroes that like this manager might be pulling the strings a little bit more with Chainsaw and Chainsaw's very dangerous. Chainsaw's like a bulldozer, right? Will come in and destroy anything in their path. And that's a dangerous combination if you have someone in your ear telling you to do really bad things. Um, so I think this is one, uh, this is one matchup to watch for sure. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. I just remember, like, every time I think about Angelica um, Dante, I remember how me and Katrina first saw her at Los Angeles Comic-Con, and it just seemed like her entire presence was like, you know, puppet master and puppet. Not saying that Chainsaw doesn't have, you know, her own autonomy over her body, because clearly she does. But at the same time, when you have someone like Angelica, who is her little sister, sort of, you know, telling her what to do, how to torture her opponents and everything, it makes her even more dangerous. She's empowered by the idea idea that she has this person sort of telling her how to further destroy her opponent so yeah I definitely agree with you there yeah and there's there's also like we've talked a lot about like the mental game and sometimes your coach is in your head right mm -hmm. um oh hey I know it's been a minute or two what's up <laughs> shout out to JD in the comments Name Chainsaw paying their taxes. Yeah, they probably don't pay taxes. They probably cut the tax man in half. Um, that's what happens. Chainsaw just like cuts them. Uh, mm, <laughs> yeah. Like that, right? So, um, but I lost my turn of thought. I got distracted uh, by the comments. I love people in the chat. Um, yeah, so I think, again, we've talked about a lot of these like puppet masters and people that might have control. They like to, like managers have this ability to like control uh their kind of their protégés right they're the, the mm -hmm. people they're managing and i think this is yeah this could be dangerous for sure um so yeah i'm interested to see what happens uh with this with this pairing we, we've seen it before um and you could definitely be dominant with this uh, strategy Absolutely. and Tilly lace is always amazing and i uh I, i'm hoping that she has a redemption moment uh because this was definitely not her best match. I know what she can do. And I just feel like she just, again, got, you know, uh, pulverized by <laughs> Chainsaw. But I know that she can fight back. Um, but I think this was definitely a, a more a showcase for Chainsaw. Absolutely. Like, I'm here for the redemption story for Chantilly, too, because it seems like even every time she fights, it's like you see a lot of her, you know, veteran background in wrestling and also her kickboxing as well. Like, she is a really, you know, all around wrestler, and she's someone I've had the privilege of calling action for outside of WoW. So it's just like she's really good, and I just want yeah. for her to succeed, you know, more and more um, as she grows in WoW. And, but, and then you also have to, you know, love the fact that. You know, David McLean really loves him some Chantilly Chella, especially when she comes out and throws the cape at him. And this episode, he actually did catch the cape and put it on AJ. And AJ said that she felt powerful and, you know, um, strong from wearing it. So, you know, she has a lot of magic behind her. It's really fun. But, of yeah. course, you know, Chainsaw came out the victor there. So, yeah. So before we move into the next match on the episode, they did show a recap of Princess Ozzy and her um, 
journey throughout wow since the um show has started back they showed you know the journey that her mom you know sort of took her through with those bamboo sticks and her believing in the magic that she has as a royal australian superstar and her you know throwing those away and then proceeding to you know find her way as she continues to fight through and you know be the possible champion that she knows that she can be. And of course she had a couple of hiccups when it came to her beefing with the fab four. And they yeah. showed a lot of that. And she really got sick of it when they decided to gang up on Candy Crush, her best friend who's been helping her, you know, with her boxing. And of course her, she's been helping Candy with her wrestling. So they've both been helping each other bounce back in that way. And so when the fab four decided that they were going to jump her, she didn't like that. And she said, look, this ain't even about the title no more. Like, I just want to fight y'all. And so she wound up fighting them in that tag team match that we did cover a few weeks ago. And she wound up pinning Penelope Pink. She pinned the WOW mm-hmm. World Champion. And I was doing, well, it wasn't just me. It was me and a couple of other people on Twitter slash X. There was a campaign saying that Princess Ozzy needed to be the number one contender for the WOW World Championship because she pinned her. So I'm just like, okay, let's go. Let's do this. So I've wanted... I've known Princess Ozzy for a very long time and I've watched her Mm -hmm. grow so much and I have wanted her to have a title shot for so long. Like, not just at WOW, I've wanted her to have it everywhere in the world, right? Um, She is this international wrestling superstar. Like, she needs to be everywhere. Um, So yeah, I definitely am down for that, which I know we'll talk a little bit more once we get to that part of this episode. But yes, I'm down for all of that. I'm ready. And I agree with your 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 ex or tweet, whatever, whatever they're calling it now, whatever they're yeah. calling it these days. <laughs> it's technically calling it. They're technically called a post now, but I'm never gonna call it that. I'm only gonna call it a tweet. We like, literally are still gonna call it a tweet. It's like a Kleenex, yes. like a tissue is a tissue. Like that's what the object is. But everyone calls them Kleenexes, right? Mm-hmm. Like, am I wrong? Right. The brand that's is all. too strong. Yes, and in speaking and in speaking about you know strong brands, like it felt really good to see people on social media really pushing for you know Princess Ozzy to have this opportunity because she's fought tooth and nail and had the and had some of the best matches with a lot of these superheroes, including my favorite with Tormenta. Like she really has wow. you know shown and improved that she is that girl. So we will get to see you know the fruits of her labor a little bit later. But of course we have to go to the second match, which was G. Gigi Gianni versus Tiki Chamorro. Now, this, of course, came from some backstage trash talking that Gigi was doing about Tiki, saying that she is, um, quote, defenseless and weak. And I thought this was really interesting. And I was just like, oh, my God, how could you say that about Tiki Chamorro? And then what made it even worse was on commentary. AJ, of course, no shade to AJ because, you know, she has wisdom in this game but she actually proceeded to talk about how anytime tiki gets into a little bit of a bind you know she needs to gather her sisters in arms in in the island dynasty with the tonga twins and lady makoa and that is a point you know if you want to play devil's advocate but you can't just play tiki off to the side and make it seem like she's just a weak link like she's that girl too yeah, I mean, what's interesting is, like, yeah, like, AJ was talking a little bit about that. And the thing is, there's a lot of alliances that are happening in WoW. We've seen it. Like, you know, Fab Four, Tonga Twins, the Island Dynasty all together. Like, that's a strategy that's winning. 
So why mm -hmm. not use it? So I don't think it's a bad thing. Yeah, I don't necessarily think it's a bad thing either. Um, but, you know, Tiki, but the thing about Tiki is, and I feel like I say this every time we talk about her, is the fact that people just sort of underestimate her because she's just this nice and sweet girl. But mm -hmm. they also tend to forget that this that she's also really tough because she's, of course, served in the military before, and we thank her for her service. And number two, she also played rugby. Like, rugby is, like, as rough, if not rougher, than football. Like, so we can't just, you know, just poo-poo her off to the side just because she's this sweet girl. But you know who isn't sweet and wasn't sweet throughout this match? Gigi Gianni. Miss Ma'am is rough, okay? She is rough and very methodical with her tortures, you know, as she wrestled Tiki in this match. In this picture, and I'm glad Katrina, you know, posted this picture, I was thoroughly impressed with how she was hitting her knees into Tiki Chamorro's back. And then she hit the double knees to her abdomen, which was shades of Mercedes Monet, my absolute fave, as you can see. Like, I was so excited to see that. And she was just rough throughout this entire match. Like, it was almost like a showcase of Gigi Gianni and everything that she has, you know, improved upon since she's been here on WoW. Like... I had such a great time taking notes for this match. It was insane. Like, she hit her with a straight jacket neck breaker. Like, she was hitting all kinds of submissions onto her. But even Tiki was um, playing the submission game with her as well. And she wasn't, you know, playing any games with her either. So I did appreciate that Tiki was rising to the occasion of fighting somebody as vicious as Gigi. And as I you mean, can, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, sorry, no, continue, continue. Yeah, and as you can see in this picture, you have Tiki fighting back and hitting the Tiger Fate kick onto Gigi, but she started getting unfocused and talking crap at her, saying, you could have been my friend. And then after she was about to hit her with a splash, Gigi lifted up her knees and it wound up, you know, costing Tiki the match because afterwards, Gigi hit an Oklahoma slam onto Tiki for the one, two, three, and Gigi wound up winning the match, looking even more dominant than she has before. Yeah. This yeah. was devastating. Like, I don't like to see the 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 mean girl win right <laughs> like mm -hmm. Gigi was so mean it started backstage we obviously saw that and this was so frustrating that like Gigi Gianni just kept being really rough like you said very mean and she again we've talked a lot about this mental game and that she was so had such tough offense against this whole like in the beginning that I feel like right away he just did not unfortunately have a chance she unfortunately was like already the underdog mentally because all that stuff backstage and then right. already like going out and feeling like she was already defeated i feel like there was already a sense of defeat even though she got a few really great moves in it just i felt like it was an uphill battle for for tiki and um it just made it really hard uh, it was hard to watch in the sense of like, you just felt really bad for her, you know, that like she couldn't, she got a few wins in, in some of like the defensive moves that she had, but um, that the, the talk that the trash talk, I think during the match overtook it, like it, it kind of turned the table and turned the tides not in her favor. And obviously Gigi had the upper hand in that sense. And she lost her game. Like and the Tiki just was like, in a sense just gave up and was like well all right i'll try next time and it, it i felt bad because it really did feel like she kind of gave up 
Yeah, and then there was even a more impressive part where Gigi actually, she actually hit a Boston Crab onto Tiki while she was wrapped yeah. up in the ropes. Yeah. Like, like that's, that's insane. When you get the ropes involved, and then when you do, like, a, a spot like that, and you're, like, it's such a, such a, like, a mean move, <laughs> right? Where you're, like, all right, I'm going to, it's like putting salt in the wound. You're like, well, you're down already, so I want to do this. And then it just makes it harder to, to get out to the next thing and, and move on, right? Um, so, but I don't, I obviously think Tiki has such potential um, to move forward, um, but I feel like she might need to go back to her, uh, her dynasty and uh, get some advice. <laughs> get some advice yeah. on what to do next. Yeah, and of course, you know, she can always go back and see where she can improve, you know, because mm -hmm. that's always, you know, an option, you know, even when you get beat up like that, you can always, you know, be resilient and look at what's been done wrong and, you know, make sure you don't make the same mistakes again. And Tiki really does, you know, have a great athletic background. She was does, shit, yeah. like there was a point where she asked, she actually kept attacking Gigi with their shoulder tackles and even with her submission work like that was on display here in this match. And she did a great job with that as well. But yeah, Gigi really did have a showcase moment here. And she is definitely someone who has come a long way from just from just sort of being the tag team girl, along with Adriana Gambino, who is set to come back in a new season. I'm really excited yeah. about that. Yeah. And, you know, and she really has stepped up and proven that she is, you know, somebody that they, you should take seriously. And JD in the comments saying, mean girls for the win. No. No, no JD. No. No. Me, girl. Boo. Boo. No. no. It's sad. But, you know, she won fair and square. She didn't cheat. I will give her that. Um, She won fair and square, and she really was a formidable opponent, and she won. So, yeah, Emily um, and her um likeness is off the screen. Okay, her likeness is back. Okay. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, that was that was how that second match um went. And of course, you know, with us talking about wow superheroes, you know, there's so many shows that we have on women's wrestling talk that covers all of wrestling and all of people's varying interests because wrestling is growing every day. And because wrestling is growing every day, that means women's wrestling talk is growing every day. So we're going to take a little bit of a break so you can see what we've got cooking here at women's wrestling talk. And we'll be right back. Hey peeps, TK Trinidad here, boss lady of Women's Wrestling Talk. And I wanna say thank you so much for watching because you've got millions of options. Plus, you don't have to worry about sharing your password to check us out. But while you're here, hopefully you know we have so many more shows to watch, like Turnbuckle Glam, Raw Post Show, WOW Post Show, AEW Dynamite Post Show, Women's Wrestling Army Post Show, NXT Post Show, Impact Wrestling Post Show, AW Rampage and SmackDown Live Post Show, On The Scroll, ROH Post Show, WWT Live, plus all of our interviews with the hottest women's wrestlers in the game. Make sure that you like, comment, and subscribe. Check out our website at www.talkpod.com and follow us on all social media platforms at www.talkpod and make sure to spread the word. That means send this to the group chat. Yes, even the person with the green bubble. Thanks again so much for watching Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. Ciao for now. 
Yes, yes, yes. Check out everything we have going on on Women's Wrestling Talk every day. And of course, you can join us here every Monday at 6 p.m. or any other time that winds up getting announced somehow we will be on. And we will get it cracking for you here. And shout out to TK Trinidad, another amazing Leo during this Leo season who is celebrating her season and having a great time. And so we send love and positivity to her and every other host and writer here on Women's Wrestling Talk, doing a phenomenal job and just helping us grow each and every day. So yeah, just watch everything we got. Watch everything we got. It's great. So moving into the next match on WOW, we had some tag team action, which is always fun. We had the Mother Truckers, that's Big Rig Betty and Holly Swag, the mother-daughter duo, versus BK Rhythm and Robbie Rocket. Now, here lately, we have seen BK Rhythm and Robbie Rocket more so in singles competition. So this is the first time we've seen them tag together in a minute. Like, they were yeah. making more consistent work of it before, but they did sort of separate a little bit and have more of their singles runs going. But now they have reunited. And... This was probably one of the most entertaining parts of the whole episode for me <laughs> because it's so funny that Katrina's not here because she always gives a hard time um, about BK Rhythm's raps and her bars. And she and she just never really liked any of the things that BK had to say because she could just be disrespectful or she just felt like they weren't as good. But either way, this week, BK Rhythm came out swinging okay and i'm just gonna talk and just quote a little bit of what she said <laughs> to the mother truckers like it was just so funny she said and i quote we got that sound that radio stations devour but you two smell like a gas station shower and i was like whoa level one of disrespect have you but been in a gas station shower i have not been in a gas station shower because when you're on a big road trip, they have those. They have some gas stations that you can go and uh, get ready and uh, change. So uh, freshen up a bit. They're they're not so great. They're not great at all. Like they're, I have they're, not. They're gross. Like I have not. And the way she was talking about it, it, she made it seem like that was really like a really tough thing. And I was just like, okay, BK Rhythms is just coming in hot today. But then it, she took it a step further. Okay, she said, "There's nobody louder." Y'all about to fail. Hey, at least we didn't need Sophia Lopez to bail us out of jail. And I was like, <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Hold on, Jesus. Hold on. That was level two of the disrespect. I love <laughs> with it. With these bars. I like, love it. I couldn't Bringing deal with the it. disrespect before the match even starts. That's how you I do couldn't. it. I, I couldn't deal with it. I couldn't deal with it. But then there's a level three, if you can believe it. There's a level three. She said, there's nobody we, uh, we owe. Our car didn't get towed. We just have the sickest flow. I just, I just. I, I know. If Katrina was here, she would hate it all. She would hate it all. She hate like she would definitely hate it, but I have to give credit where credit is due. You hate to love it. You love to hate it, right? You love it. Yes, but hate it at the same time. It's awesome. Yes, but I'll give credit where credit is due. Those bars were very sick because sometimes I feel when you listen to rap, some of the best rap comes from real stuff that actually happens. Oh, for sure. Any song, any yes. like yeah, any like art is totally better because it comes from real life. 
Yes, and you can't lie, like the mother truckers were on the struggle bus a little bit, you know, because they had their big rig, you know, towed by Samantha Smart. They got locked up in jail because somebody snitched on them for beating up on a man who was being a jerk to them. And yeah, the world's greatest attorney, um, Sofia Lopez, had to bail them out. And she does, and they do owe her. Now, of course, what they owe her, we don't know yet. And hopefully we'll find out at some point. But either way, like they did, you know, have the struggle bus moment, but they rose up and they have been winning matches here lately. And then the funniest part about this whole thing was the fact that AJ and Steven Dickey on commentary were talking about how terrible it was that she was throwing shade at them for having spent some time in the clink. And AJ was like, well, who hasn't spent some time in the clink? And, <laughs> and I thought that was so funny because I'm just like, girl, what are you trying to tell us? Have you I know, right? I was like, there's some stories there. I went even yes. more. Yes, it was hilarious. And I'm just like, girl, like, I know you've been through a lot because I read her autobiography. Like, I know she's been through some things. Okay. And she is a survivor and she is a fighter. But the jail part, <laughs> it was just like, okay, girl, I hope you've never been in jail. But yeah, um, Emily, have you spent some time in a clink? Or being uh, vulnerable? Mm, no. <laughs> no. No. Uh, a story for another day, not officially. Okay. I have been in the back of a police car, though. Hey, I have too, actually, yeah. but not, but not in a, not in that sense. Like I've had a police officer bring me home twice but not due to any arresting yeah. but just for help for help purposes yes but as far as going yes, into I, clink yeah i was not happened. arrested but i was put in the back of a car and taken somewhere for safety reasons and then returned yes. when safe but yeah yes absolutely no uh, no 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 lock up for me yes i wouldn't survive but either way let's just get to the action in this match Oh, okay, comments. move on to the match. <laughs> <laughs> Spring break, yeah, Mexico 2017. How'd you know? Oh, my God. <laughs> How'd you know? He's been paying oh attention. <laughs> oh, no. This anyway, okay, match time. <laughs> yes, let's get to the match, though. Um, something that I did notice at the very beginning, like, Robbie Rocket and BK Rhythm came in really hot, like, towards the beginning. Like, they started attacking and jumping on the mother truckers, like, really quick and isolating Holly Swag. But, of course, you know, even in the beginning of this, Holly Swag was fighting through and she was hitting her double knees onto the back of Robbie Rocket. And she's just, like, an amazing wrecking ball of a person when she gets in that ring. It's like she utilizes her size, you know, to her greatest advantage. And she can move really fast and she'll hit you with a number of hits before you realize what has happened and holly swag was doing a phenomenal job but something that i will give credit to bk and robbie for doing was the fact that not only were they talking trash but they were isolating holly swag away from her mom a lot of the time like throughout the match it started getting really scary for me i was just like is she gonna have a chance to tag in her mom and even robbie actually knocked um, big rig Betty off of the apron at one point and it was like a two-on-one fight for a good chunk of the match 
Um, you had BK Rhythm even trying to submit Holly Swag with like a bridge into like a next submission, like trying to choke her out in that way. You had Robbie Rocket, you know, with a whole lot of different, like she had a leg lariat. Like these women were going ham on Holly. But as soon as Holly got that hot tag in, her mama came in and just started hauling and beating everybody's behind. And it was just really good to see at that point. And they really did fight back with a lot of energy. And I was really happy to see that. And thankfully, Big Rig Betty wound up hitting, you know, the final move and they won. So the mother truckers are just on continuing on their winning ways and winning all these tag team matches. And it's just really good to see them, you know, continue to get their honk honk on. So yeah, yeah. Emily, how did you feel about this match? Yeah. I mean, this was a really exciting match. I'm really excited to see that the mother truckers obviously are getting another win. They're dominant. Like you said, they're dominating this tag team division, which is really interesting to see. Um, after such a kind of a, a hiatus, we didn't see in the end for such a long time. And, but I really was surprised BK Rhythm and Robbie Rocket came in very strong, came in dominating the majority of this match. So when, uh, when, uh, when the mother truckers got the more dominant hand later on in the match, I was very surprised to see that switch and that turn. Um, because I really thought BK Rhythm and Rob Robbie Rocket were going to take it because they were obviously Holly Swag, like you said, was getting isolated, was very much down, uh, down pretty far. Where I was like, I don't think this is going to be. I don't think she's going to be able to get back up. I don't think this is going to be a good, a good thing. Like you know, two against one, you you, you have one of your uh, main tag team partners down. Like this is just not a good situation to be in. So I really enjoyed this. You know, um, I think BK Rhythm and Rob Robbie Rocket kind of elevated the Mother Truckers in a good way. Not only like obviously the the rhyme game was there, the rap the the rap game was there in the beginning, and so I feel like they came out really strong. So this was a surprising match, but um, you know, I was excited to kind of see that it wasn't uh, it wasn't just a normal match. They, it it really had some energy. It had some vibrancy. Uh, it had that conflict back and forth, that that, that edginess that um, I think kind of elevated the, the mother truckers to kind of take this win, um, surprisingly. Um, I mean, they've been dominating, but I really thought this might have been a switch. Uh, a switcheroo was going to happen where BK Rhythm and Robbie Rocket might have taken it. But they didn't, unfortunately. Uh, but I think overall it was really good. Yeah, and it's like, you know, I did mention earlier, this was BK and Robbie's, you know, first time tag teaming together for like, like in a while. In but a while, even with yeah. that, but even with that, they still had really good chemistry throughout. So you can't really fault them at all. But at the same time, like you can't deny the mother truckers, you know, coming out, you know, just tearing everybody up <laughs> at this point um, yeah. and them bouncing back from everything that they've gone through. Yeah. Um, so the tag team division really is, you know, in a good standing with WOW and they are definitely, you know, becoming one of the pillar tag teams in the division for sure. And I'm really happy that that's happening for them because they're cool. Yeah, definitely. Mm hmm. And speaking of tag teams, um, they did announce that next week, which was very interesting to me and I actually made, mention of it on Twitter slash X. Um, they will be having a tag team match between The Last Call and um, Holiday and Siren the Voodoo Doll for 
I guess, officially the number one contendership for the WOW um, Tag Team Champions. But then they also made mention of the Tonga Twins and their dominance per like of as of late. And this confused me for a number of reasons because I thought that the match that the Tonga Twins were having with the last call last week was for them to have the number one contendership. So why are we having another match when it's clear that the Tonga twins are supposed to be the number one contenders or unless maybe this is a tournament thing that we just like a baby tournament thing that they're not really addressing fully. I don't know what it is, but honestly, I feel like it should belong to the Tonga twins simply because they be the last call in dominant fashion, you know, and they even up the odds when it came to fighting, you know, an imposing tag team like them, they defeated them. So for the life of me, I don't understand why, they aren't the definitive number one contenders for those tag titles that are be- being held by Miami Sweet Heat. It's weird. Yeah, I mean, I I real I think we'll know probably a little bit more either next week. Hopefully, we know what's what's happening. If it's a mini tournament, is this a one off match, and then those whoever wins is going to be the number one contenders to face. I, I don't know. I think we're going to have to like stay tuned, but I wish that they did it like they did earlier in the season where it's like a little bit more action where you have maybe this little mini tournament, you have this lead up to the the big championship match. So we'll, we'll, we'll kind of wait and see. Um, I want a little bit more drama, you know, I want a little bit more, you know, um, we haven't seen holiday really in the picture that much. Um, and last call we have, but you know, I, I just wanted to, really have that fire behind it and that push and like see those packages and see all of all of like why this is important to these tag teams because that's what makes a tournament really exciting is because the stakes are really high and we get to hear their backstory we get to hear why they're doing it why it's important to them and that's that's what i want to see a little bit more of yeah and it's so funny you know i agree with that sentiment and i love how you mentioned you know packages because you know how earlier we were talking about Gigi versus tiki and they were talking about you know the smack that Gigi was talking about tiki like i would love it if somehow or another we could see more of the inter even though we've seen it in the past so i'm not gonna pretend like they haven't done it you know I wish they would do more interactions or like more like interviews backstage with these women. Um, so we can know sort of like the motivations as to why they're starting beef with this person or starting beef with this team or whatnot. Now, of course, you know, this could open the door for more correspondence um, <laughs> to get put on, you know, television or something for interviews or whatever. And I know it's just a one hour show and there's only, you know, so much you can do in a one hour thing. Cause of course there's television and there's so much behind the scenes that goes into that and there's commercials too yeah and i don't pretend to know everything about that at all but at the same time you know i would love it if there were more you know interactions between the wrestlers to see you know how that happened because i would have as much as i don't like mean girls i would have loved to have seen Gigi get in tiki's face and actually call her you know defenseless and weak like that's something that i would have loved to have seen you know to sort of set set the mood for their match yeah yeah, for sure. For cool. sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So maybe, of course, you know, as WoW continues to grow, which it is growing in, you know, a really big way, um, we'll see more, more of things like that. But of course, we're here to talk about our main event, which was between Princess Ozzy, the people's favorite, um, and also my favorite at this point, versus Vicky Lynn McCoy of the Fab Four. And of course, she was accompanied by the fabulous 
Lana Star. Now, this worried <laughs> me a bit um, because for obvious reasons, Lana Star loves to get wins on behalf of her Fab Four girls, you know, and do anything to keep the gold and silver, like David McLean said, around the waist of her girls. Um, and, in, and of course, this match was sort of like a stepping stone for Princess Ozzy to get to um, Penelope Pink, the Wild World Champion, and that's what she was treating it like. And they even showed a very passionate promo that she had behind the scenes talking about how she believes in herself and how she's really on fire for this match and talking about how Vicky Lynn McCoy is her glass ceiling and that mm -hmm. she is willing to break it in order to get to the reward of the championship. Like yeah. Princess Ozzy was passionate and I was just like, yes, ma'am. Yes, mother, let's do it. Yeah, she was like so direct and that's what you have to say. You have to say what you want out loud. And she definitely said it. And um, I love this media package. I think it was really great. And, and that direct address is is uh, really gets you. Um, so she was very passionate and very determined, as you can see in this match. Absolutely. And in fact, she was so determined in this match that she ran and didn't even do her whole little entrance that she does with her glittery dress and everything and her pose or whatever. She was so passionate that she ran in and started beating up on Vicky Lynn McCoy expeditiously. Like, I loved it. I was just like, yes, ma'am. She wanted to make a point. She wanted to get to the action. She didn't want to wait any longer, which I understand. She was like, let me just get in there, make it happen. And that's what I love, that, that just like, that forcefulness and just that speed. She was like, you know what? I've been here. Like she's one of the, you know, uh, she's been here and, and, and fought opponent after opponent here at WOW. And Princess Ozzy was like, nope, I'm done. I don't want my glittery entrance. I don't want my big spectacle. Just let me get to work. And she got to work. Exactly. She was just like, I want Vicky Lynn McCoy for breakfast and I'm going to get it. And that's exactly what she did. She started beating up on Vicky Lynn McCoy, like in the beginning, like hitting her with all kinds of blows and kicks and everything. Like it was to the point where Vicky Lynn McCoy was looking like she didn't understand what was going on. It was hilarious. <laughs> I was just like, yes, girl, get it. Now, of course, Vicky Lynn McCoy did, you know, get a little bit of offense in, you know, she did, you know, bounce back with her strength that we do know her for, but it didn't really last fully that long before Princess Ozzy actually dived out onto Vicky Lynn McCoy amongst the WOW fans. Like she was just going ham on her and I loved it. And it was like to the point where Lana Star was, had no choice but to just watch helplessly, you know, as Vicky was just getting beat up on. It was uh -huh. incredible. And they 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 rarely, like, we haven't seen spots outside of the ring in a long time. Like, we've seen some, like, we saw the, the back-to-school fight, I think, right? Um, where they mm -hmm. were, like, all over the arena. And so we've seen a few moments where it's outside of the ring. But, like, they'd save it for very special moments. And I feel like this part of this match was really special. And Princess Ozzy was, like, putting all of her heart into it by, you know, flying outside uh, of the ring and into the, you know, obviously putting wow fans, like, you know, it's always dangerous watching, watching wrestling shows. You got to always keep your eyes open. Um, cause you can have a wrestler land in your lap. <laughs> Absolutely. Like for all, you know, you might get bumped yourself. <laughs> yeah. I was like, don't get bumped. Don't get thrown. <laughs>
<laughs> like we all want to sit in the front, but we have to understand the risk that comes with sitting in the front. You know, you might get bumped or you just might be on TV. You never know. Like it's an amazing thing. But yeah, Princess Ozzy really did fly out, you know, and dived onto Vicky Lynn McCoy here. And it was just really fascinating and awe-inspiring to see her fly in that way. And of course, you know, Vicky Lynn McCoy did try to hit her with a number of her slams that we do know her for, you know, being the Tulsa, Oklahoma tornado that we know her to be. And then, of course, you had some shenanigans thrown in there with Lana Stark climbing up onto the apron and poking Princess Ozzy in the eye when she was about to dive onto Vicky Lynn McCoy after she hit her cutter from down under. And she raked her in her eyes and she was blind. And then Vicky, you know, hit her, hit her and then grabbed her onto her shoulders. And she was about to slam her. But Princess Ozzy was like, look, I'm not going to fall for these tricks again. You are, I'm not going to be a fool again, to quote Luther Vandross. And she fandangled her way out of that hole and covered and covered Vicky Lynn McCoy with the crucifix pin for the one, two, three, and Princess Ozzy won the match and celebrated in amazing fashion. It was so cool. I was so happy for her. Like, and sadly, we don't have like a victory picture for her, but I'm just gonna, you know, gonna go back, yes. you know. I was so happy for her. This was amazing. And I was a little worried when she got clawed in the eyes and blinded, but she mm -hmm. fought through it. And that's the important part is she fought through it because she knew that the victory was right there in her grasp. Uh, and again, shenanigans, we will fight it. We, we fight against shenanigans here at Women's Wrestling Talk. But um, I was a little worried here that it might turn the tide a little bit, but Princess Ozzy fought through and I loved that. And uh, that was like her spirit came through, her hard work came through and I'm ready for this. I'm ready for this next match that uh, will inevitably happen. Yeah, and then a lot of the times in wrestling, when people get raked in the eye, it's usually the end. And I was so happy to see someone actually break that, you know, age-old philosophy when you get hit in the yes. eye or clawed in the you're eye done. You're done that for. you're over with. Like, that was so mm -hmm. refreshing to see. And also another refreshing part was after the match, you know, Princess Ozzy got another promo. And she talked about how, you know she was able to break the glass ceiling of Vicky Lynn McCoy. And she said that yeah. Penelope Pink is going to be her reward. And I was like, yes, ma'am, let's get it, get it, get it. So yes, Princess Ozzy won. So she is now officially the number one contender for the WOW I love it. Title. I love this for her. I love this for WOW. I think Princess Ozzy could be an amazing, amazing champion. And I want it to happen. Mm-hmm. Yes. I want it to happen a hundred percent. I think this new, like the new season of wow, let's make it happen. Make it happen. Absolutely. <laughs> it would be fantastic if she wound up being like the new champion. It would be so, so great. I would love that. So yeah, that was the end of the episode of wow. But before we wrap things up, I do want to give a shout out to Miss Minga, who is one of the best wow fans I've ever seen in my life. We got to meet her in LA. She is always at every taping, you know, like she's, there's been a couple of tapes where she hasn't been there, but they're few and far between. And I just want to give a shout out to her and just the fact that she makes different t-shirts, you know, for her 
favorite WoW superstars. I've seen t-shirts that she's made for the Tonga Twins and one for Candy Crush and stuff like that. So I just want to give a shout out to her every time I see her because she's just so great. And I just love her faithfulness to the brand of WoW. So it's great. So yeah, that's just, that brings us to the end of our time together. Thank you guys so much for watching us, you know, get into the hottest all women show on television, which is WoW. So yeah. Oh, JD has a question. He says, good recap. Thank you. Is Emily May going to be doing oh. more one champion one championship coverage? Ooh. Yes, I will be. There's four cities in the United States uh, for next year, 2024, that have not yet been announced. So look out uh, for more announcements soon on U.S. dates. Thank you. I can't awesome. believe you watch like the MMA stuff. I do too. That's cool. <laughs> Look, Emily be everywhere. I feel like that should be the name of her of, of her Twitter slash X name is Emily May Be Everywhere. Or Emily Be Everywhere. Because she really do. And it's so inspiring to see. Uh, you love to see it. It's just so amazing. And thank you, JD, for tuning in and for asking that question. You know, yeah. and letting people know where else they can see her at. Because she really be everywhere. Um, <laughs> it's, it's so funny. So now we're just going to lead into, you know, what more you have going on and where people can follow you. Emily. Yeah, no, I appreciate the support as always. I know Mondays are a little tough for me, but I always appreciate when I can come on and, and talk about WOW. But um, if you want to follow all of my adventures, you can follow me on all social platforms at Emily May Heller. It's the same across the board. And um, I will, uh, if you haven't watched Mission Pro Wrestling was just on Saturday. Uh, there is a new, I don't want to spoil it, but I will. There's a new Mission Pro champion. Uh, we have a new Mission Pro cup holder. Um, Izzy Moreno, who you all know, who was uh, Bailey's number one fan, made her first debut in a wrestling ring over the weekend. And it was incredible and emotional. So you can go back and watch it on Title Match Network. And so that was an amazing show. Um, and then this weekend, if uh, you are in Philadelphia or you can watch it at home, but on Saturday is the Junior All-Star Festival with New Japan. And then Sunday is the Impact in New Japan Multiverse United 2. And oh that's taking God. place on Fight TV. And you, you just have to watch. Like, I can't even go into how incredible that show is going to be. So watch that. Um, and then I have a bunch of other things uh, in August and September. But uh, I will announce that uh, soon. <laughs> so thank you. Follow me. And I appreciate all the support from all my Women's Wrestling Talk sisters. Absolutely. You know, we got you if ain't nobody else got you. Okay. So <laughs> I yes. know I will always get like a love, a love tweet from Stephanie when I'm having a bad day. I'm like, let me go look at I was like, just Steph tag me in something. Let me just get some heartwarming love right now. I need it. I need a big hug. <laughs> yes. I actually did talk about you on my last episode, which I will go into a little bit. Um, but of course, no, you can follow me, your girl, Stephanie Hardy on Instagram, Twitter slash X and threads at Queen Steph Hardy. And please listen and watch The Hardy Wrestling Podcast everywhere you get your shows. And also on my YouTube channel, The Hardy Wrestling Podcast. I was blessed 
blessed, blessed, blessed to reach 150 episodes this past weekend. And I couldn't believe it. Like I almost forgot. But yeah, it's been 150. I went back and counted and I'm so glad um, to be in this space. And yeah, this episode was very personal to me because I talked about the Montgomery Brawl, which was in my neck of the woods. Um, <laughs> and then, of course, I talked about my reactions to SummerSlam and everything that happened with the fallout from it. And then most importantly, I got to talk about Emily and Stephanie Hypes and Nikki Bougie, our senior writer, and how they got to participate in press things for SummerSlam. And just how proud that made me seeing, you know, more women in spaces like that. And also TK, too. She was she was there as well. And it was just it was so many people I knew and just how emotional that was, you know, for me seeing that. Um, just it's just amazing to watch that. And thank you, JD, for the congratulations. Like, I can't believe it. But yeah, three years, 150 episodes. Yeah, hopefully 150 more to go. But yeah, please go watch my episode and just follow me and listen to the show everywhere you can. But most importantly, in our housekeeping, follow Women's Wrestling Talk. Watch us everywhere we are on Twitch, YouTube, Facebook. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at www.talkpod. Check out our new fantastic website. It's absolutely beautiful. Please check that out, www.talkpod.com. Like there's so many new sections, new little intricates you can, you know, check out on there as well. And yeah, it's just amazing stuff. Check out our articles, our merchandise, everything that we've got going on. Check that out on our website and just follow us everywhere and just watch all of our TV shows. For every piece of wrestling that you might consume on a weekly basis, we have a show about it, like you saw in the commercial. So please, you know, support us, you know, as we continue to get our stuff on, you know, for the brand and just help Women's Wrestling Talk to continue to grow and be the entity that it is. So, of course, this has been the WOW Superheroes After Show. Please support all women's wrestling across the board, but definitely support WOW, you know, as it continues to grow on television and also on Vice TV, you know, on Tuesday nights, you can watch it late and on Vice TV after that. And you can also watch it on Pluto TV as well, you know, just watch it and support it wherever you can. And on their YouTube channel, WOW Superheroes, please check it out there. And go on WOWE.com and also go on Amazon because they have merchandise on Amazon. Amazon exclusively. So please buy that and, you know, continue to support WOW as well. So with all of that in mind, I hope you guys are having a fabulous Monday night. This has been the WOW Superheroes After Show on Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. They're the twos, but we the ones. We will see you guys later. Bye. Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet.